0: I'm Bonnie. Welcome to Martha, Martha. I am distracted by many things. Because I'm a mom, because I'm a human, uh, because I have weakness, I need my Lord to guide me and to calm me every day. So let's walk together. Good morning. I just want to share this little thought about um, gaining order over our home, over order, over our environments. Um, That when we put to practice the idea of just for 15 minutes a day, uh, creating order in our home, um, and I'm talking about sort of, you know, 15 minutes beyond sort of just basic maintenance of our of our home life. You know, one drawer, or one cupboard, or one shelf, um, or one tiny little square foot of space, uh, sort of gaining order over it. What what happens is we we start to develop a, a discipline, right? And when we develop a discipline. We are actually practicing virtue, right? Virtue is the is the intentional practice of a good, right? And this kind of discipline to to make ourselves do a thing for fifteen minutes, or make ourselves fast, or or um, offer something good to God is a discipline and from discipline grows virtue. And so even though you know having tidy drawers or cupboards might seem unrelated um, to growth and virtue, it's actually not. It can't help uh to grow in discipline in one area. You can't help but grow in discipline in other areas. It always spills over, right? It always spills over. And the other thing that spills over is when we become accustomed to and able to create beauty and order um, in small places in our home, we desire more of it, right? Beauty is something we we always desire more of, like when, uh, you know, back to the analogy of sort of when we you know, empty our kid's room out and clean it up and make it all tidy and beautiful. And they want to play in it. And we want more of it. So the more of our life we capture, the more we desire, and the more we capture order in our life, the more we desire order in our life. And so, you know, it really can't help but spill over into areas of virtue and creating beauty, not just in your physical space, but in your uh in your mind, in your activities, um, in the way you spend time, the way you spend money, the way you homeschool your kids, whatever it is you do, the desire for beauty grows with every every inch of traction that you gain, right? Um and so I will leave that with you and and sort of go on to other more you kind know, of practical areas about how we actually we actually do this in the coming week. Um, But I'd like to just leave you with one other thought. I just finished a beautiful book. I'm rereading uh, Michael O'Brien's books. Um, I read uh, Father Elijah and I just this evening, about a half an hour ago, finished the next book in that series called Strangers and Sojourners. Um, And I was probably 20 or 25 years ago that I first read it. It had just just been published. Um, And so two things popped into my mind. One, Reread books that touched you in the past because what you gain from them 10 years later or 20 years later is is a remarkable thing like it's like it was like reading an entirely different book um just simply because I'm older but also it was just a, a remarkable reminder a really profound reminder to me of uh if you of if you ever doubt, you know, if you ever doubt God's existence or doubt your ability to um, to be in his presence or doubt, uh, you know, why you're doing this, why you're raising your children in the faith, um, consider, please, the beauty that surrounds us because that beauty always points to God. And uh, this book just, wow, just really um, made that very, very real for me. Uh, how easy it is to to forget that beauty surrounds us and and what is, what is the point of it, right? If not to draw us closer to God, what is, you know, how do we explain love? How do we explain beauty? There's no scientific explanation for those things and, you know, they can only point to God and so I'll just leave you with that thought. Uh, have a blessed day.